0: So what I want to talk about today is is a very simple subject, but I want to ask you right at the beginning, right at the front end, uh, two questions. What has God whispered to you or impressed upon you during this message? So I want you to sort of kind of like lean in lean into the message, lean into the Holy Spirit and see what He wants to say, because He wants to talk. He wants to speak to us. And what will you do with what you've heard? Now, that's a harder question to answer, but what will you do with what you've heard? So um, I'm going to start off with a phrase, you know, um, untended fires can soon become a pile of ashes. And the question is this, how are you tending the fire within? Can I really encourage you to lean into the Holy Spirit, because that's how I tend the fire within. And when we read in you know the Book of Acts, you know, Acts one, the disciples were in hiding. Uh, we forget that they were under a, a, a really oppressive regime called the Romans. Uh, they won, they had followed faithfully for three years. They had they left their business, left their father's business, some of them left their uh, occupation, and they followed this person called Jesus. For three years, now he's gone. There was confusion, there's discouragement. What on earth is happening is probably a question that they were asking themselves. The authorities were after them. It was kind of a lockdown of different sorts. It's a bit of a different lockdown, but it was a it was a kind of lockdown for for the disciples. The, The 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 Romans were trying to close them down. Fear was barking at the door. It was it was an unknown, unprecedented time. So, And it's often not new stuff we need to hear. We need to be reminded about what we've heard or what we've learned or what we once did. You know, Jesus gave us profoundly wise and supernatural instructions wrapped up in uncomplicated simplicity. I'll say that again. Jesus gave us profoundly wise and supernatural instructions wrapped up in uncomplicated simplicity. Yet we seem to complicate Christianity. We seem to complicate his instructions. In fact, I think we complicate church sometimes too. Um, So this is a very simple message. The message is about the Holy Spirit. And I just want to say and I want to declare, come Holy Spirit. So lean into the Holy Spirit. Lean into him. Come Holy Spirit. Please engage with God. And whatever you need, maybe it's Finances, maybe it's healing, maybe it's uh, a job um, that is like uncertain in these times. Maybe it's some a relational issue or relationships, family relationships. Maybe it's just stress and worry. Boy, there's a bit of stress around, isn't there? There's a bit of worry around, a bit of anxiety. You know, in 1974, I asked Jesus to come into my life, and uh, I know that's uh, for many of you that's. Sometimes before you were born. But anyway, I asked Jesus to come into my life. And I was in a church that was a, it was a great church. It really was. But um, in, my, uh, in, in my perception, it was full of academics. And, um, and I thought, yet yeah, to be a Christian, you really had to be very, very, very clever and clued up. Uh, and so I I kind of thought the Bible was in that vein as well. And you had to sort of study it like crazy and go to college for two or three years before you really understood it. And uh, so I, I think there's nothing further than the truth, actually, on that truth. But anyway, in the beginning of 1976, a friend gave me a book called Prison to Praise. And... Uh, uh, I, I was filled with the Holy Spirit. Short story, you know, just a, a long story made short is I was filled with the Holy Spirit in my bedroom. Didn't even know there was a church that was like worshiping in this way or it was singing or speaking in tongues or whatever. Didn't know the Pentecostal uh, sort of outpouring at that time at all. But But I was filled with the Holy Spirit and it completely revolutionized my life. And then Uh, A couple of friends and and I, we were filled with the Holy Spirit. And then every Sunday night for about a period of six months in our our Methodist church down in Christchurch, we had at least four to 10 young people who would be after Bible class, Bible class on a Sunday night, and then we went into this little room, back room, and everybody knew. We didn't have Facebook, by the way, or Instagram or any internet, or social media stuff going on. People just heard about it. And for about six months, we always had four to six people uh, that were wanting to be filled or baptized with the Holy Spirit. It was the time of the charismatic move and people were hungry for God. And and so, uh, and, and every Sunday night, People were filled with the Holy Spirit, spoke in other tongues. It was just wonderful. See, the Holy Spirit wants to fill us. The Holy Spirit wants to clothe us. Sometimes we forget that during these times. He wants to indwell you. He wants to baptize you. Uh, he, he, he wants to baptize you so that you'll think Clearly. And, and you, you'll if, if you're in a job, you can think clearly about that job or those problems or those issues that come up. Because he, he, he clothes us, he indwells us, not just our spirit, but our mind and our, and our whole being. I had a, I, some of you might know it, what they call it, a triumph cub. It was a 200cc single pot thing. I was careering down the road and I was going to stop at the, next petrol station because I needed some oil in this thing. The problem was I misjudged how low the oil was in the, in the motorbike. And uh, as I was flying along with my white denim jacket on, th- yes, they were a thing in my day, and so I was flying along, and all of a sudden the back wheel locked up and the bike um, careered to a stop. A, a screeching stop, actually, and I'd run out of oil. We need, as that bike needed oil to function, we need the oil of the Holy Spirit to function. We really do. And sometimes, as I said, we forget sometimes these things that we've learned or heard in the past. And I'm sure you've heard, many of you have heard a message uh, about the Holy Spirit. But can I ask you again, come on, let's engage. Let's engage with the Holy Spirit. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to indwell us, to fill us, to, perhaps it's just a simple prayer, come, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, fill me. See the Bible tells us in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, you will receive, says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Now uh, Jesus was talking to his disciples, he told them not to leave Jerusalem. Now, if I was one of his disciples, then I would think, no, I'm off. I'm, I want to like, you're the Messiah. You're the King of Kings. Like you've, I've, we saw you kind of uh, raised from death and like defeat death and come out of the grave. And it's like, whoa, my goodness, come down from that cross. And now, I, and, and, but he said, no, do not leave Jerusalem until uh, the father sends you the gift he's promised, which we, we find in Acts eight that scripture As I told you before, John baptizes water, but in just a few days you'll be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And then he tells us, about you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes. Now, if I said to you, look, you're going to receive these tissues. Are you sitting there going, well, um, maybe I'll get them. Uh, I hope I get them. No, no. If Jesus comes to you, the most trusted person that you could ever trust, in your life comes to you and says, "I want to. I want to give you. I, I want you to receive this. I, uh, you will receive power." Uh, we sitting there thinking, "Gee, I hope I have power." Now, I understand uh, as, as a Christian, we can think that we can. think, Well, I hope I have the power of God. Oh, I want, uh, please, Lord, help me, Lord. I, I need your power, and He knows that He gave us His Holy Spirit. You will receive power when we will. When we will. When will we receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us? So it's what I'm saying is very simple. Let's just allow the Holy Spirit to come upon us. You will receive, you will, not might, not maybe. Gee, I hope the power of God is there. How many times do we think that or pray that? Uh, even in our prayer meetings. Oh, I hope, Lord, please, I ask you for your power. No, the Holy Spirit has given us his power you will receive power when? When the Holy Spirit comes upon you. If you've received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, His power is for you. His power is upon you. If you haven't received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, you can pray in your group. You can pray by yourself, just like I did in my bedroom many years ago, decades ago. And that that changed the trajectory of my life. It really did. And I asked God, I don't understand, but I ask you to fill me with the Holy Spirit, and I ask you that I want to, I want to, I want to speak in all the gifts, I want to move in all the gifts. So I said, Lord, you know, I want you to help me to speak in tongues. And off I went speaking in tongues, I didn't, I didn't know what was that. I'd never heard anybody like this. I never knew any churches like this. But He filled me with His Holy Spirit. How? How good is God? So He doesn't say, "Well, you know, it doesn't." It's not maybe. It doesn't. What What does that mean? I, I hope I receive His power. No, you receive His power. Allow the Holy Spirit to come upon you. God's power is ours. He is there for us. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, He's there for us. So simply allow the Holy Spirit to come upon you. You will receive power, friends. We need the Holy Spirit. Did you know there is an average of two hundred and fifty. Abortions per week in New Zealand. Did you know that 8 out of 10 police calls are for domestic abuse? 8 out of 10 call-outs for the police are for domestic abuse. 80% are not reported. Now, one of my boys was in the police for five years, and I asked him. I couldn't believe it when I heard that stat. And uh, he said, yeah. He says, I'm going to... Domestic abuse uh, calls at least, he said, at least 80% of my time. The suicide rate in New Zealand is around 13 per week. We have the highest youth suicide rate in the, in the Western world. That, that, that's, that's, I think that's just shocking. In fact, well over 600 suicides since February last year. Friends, we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. We really do. Verse 4 says, do not leave until the Father sends the gift that He promised. Wait. Just wait. You don't have to do anything. All you've got to do is just ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. Maybe you've been filled with the Holy Spirit like I have been many years ago. Well, you can just, where you are, where you're, where you're sitting right now, or where you're standing, just lift your hands and just say, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit once again. Just, Lord, just, Lord I thank you for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Gifts of discernment, gifts of healing, gifts of uh, speaking in tongues. Uh, oh, so many gifts, gifts of prophecy. See, I can, I can uh, have a perfectly working Mack truck, massive Mack truck, uh those massive trucks that you see on the road today but if you hop in and that that engine isn't turning uh you can you can hardly turn the steering wheel with your finger and you, you can't turn it with your hands hardly it's very difficult to turn that uh the 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 steering wheel of that mac truck or push that Mack truck it's impossible but if I just get a simple key, just a little key, put it in the Mack truck, turn the engine on, I can turn the steering wheel with my finger and thumb. Friends, uh, I can drive that with very little strength. I can drive that Mack truck. Friends, uh, that's, the, that's the power of the Holy Spirit when we relate it to our lives. And it's just as easy as that. We need the Holy Spirit to move to do what God wants us to do. Uh, And so let's make room. Let's make room for His Holy Spirit. It means waiting. It means allowing the Holy Spirit to come upon you. You will receive power. And we need to remind ourselves in times of crisis, in times of these seasons that we're facing at the moment with COVID and all that's going on in the world, in trouble, difficulties, stress, betrayal, Pain or where there's very little. And we need to remind ourselves in the good times, the wonderful times, the times when we have plenty and when we're smiling and all seems well in all these seasons. Let's allow the Holy Spirit, the breath of God, to come upon us. The Spirit of God. Let the Spirit of God clothe you. I wonder what that's like. I wonder what picture comes up in your mind when you're clothed with the with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 says, I pray that from His goodness, unlimited resources, from His, sorry, His glorious, unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. I'll read that again. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. I pray that from His glorious, unlimited resources, He will, not might, he will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. And Paul goes on in, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Of course, many of us know that verse if you've ever heard us before. Now all glory to God who is able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than what we ask, think or imagine. Friends, Jesus, through His Word, is so clear. It's so uncomplicated. I wonder what God has whispered to you during this time. I wonder what His Holy Spirit has kind of just impressed on you during this time. I wonder what you'll do with what you've heard. That's a harder question, but I wonder what you'll do with what you... Maybe it's just to put your palms up and say, Holy Spirit, come. Just make it a daily routine. Holy Spirit, come. Maybe as you're driving the car to work, Holy Spirit, come. Just help me in my day. Help me to speak uh, uh, words of encouragement and blessing to others. Uh, I don't know what it is for you. Maybe it's forgiveness that you're struggling with. Lord, help me to forgive. Maybe it's being tender hearted towards somebody. Lord, help me to be tender hearted. Help me to be help me kind. Help me to be loving. Help me to be truthful. Help me to be uh, living in faith. So allow the Holy Spirit to come upon you. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing right now, maybe you're just listening, maybe you're, I don't know, uh, walking, maybe you're ironing, maybe you're in the car, maybe you're in a group. Ask the Holy Spirit to come upon you and just wait and let Him clothe you. Let Him empower you. I wonder what that feels like for you. God bless.